With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Here's your host, Alex Garrett. And welcome inside to Alex Garrett Podcasting. This is kind of an interesting one because today I'm literally podcasting with no SIM card, yet Wi-Fi is in the house. We are one of the, what do they say, 73% according to Pew Research that have, have have internet in the house, have Wi-Fi in the house. We are grateful. We should be grateful for that. We should be grateful to have Wi-Fi in the house right now because when a phone SIM card, and I'm experiencing this right now, goes down, if you are off Wi-Fi, you don't have internet access. And I am I, I'm feeling this real-life experience right now of gratitude. Because let's say you're in an area where your SIM card doesn't work and you don't have Wi-Fi. And you're completely cut off from the world, from podcasting, from whatever. You would totally be freaking out right now. Wi-Fi seems to be less of a privilege and more of a right right now, okay? We are privileged to have it. But when you think of the percentage of those I mentioned before, about <laughs> there were still millions of New Yorkers who may not who who don't have it. Verizon's working to fix it to put five hundred thousand homes back on the map. But when you see that there are numbers in New York City alone, the greatest city in the world, that don't have internet, and then you experience what it could be like without the Wi-Fi. Just literally turn off your Wi-Fi as your SIM card goes off and see what happens. You lose touch with the world. And I can log into my laptop and do this, but I'm literally talking from my phone right now because I want to prove a point that Wi-Fi is helping power this podcast. (laughs) Because the SIM card somehow isn't being recognized by the iPhone. I got to check that out. Again, another thing that I, I have a privilege to be able to check out. But with this comfortability, with this opportunity to have Wi-Fi, with this gratitude of having Wi-Fi, there comes a greater message that you need to bring out there. 
I mean, I literally wanted to go down to Texas again and talk about how they're prepping for opening. But you know what? This is a bigger issue. I'll talk about that later in the week. I'll talk about the legal issues of, of Cuomo's constitutionality. But look, when you experience something like not having a SIM card functioning but being able to still be active through Wi-Fi, it changes you. Real-life experience changes you. It might seem pointless to you, but to me, if I have the opportunity to talk about this, I'm going to. There's no reason why people should go Wi-Fi-less in this country in 2021. There's no reason why cable companies and Phone companies should charge exorbitant amount of money. Is that socialist? No, it's called capitalism in the community. Capitalism should be in the community because when you see in your own home that if a SIM card goes down and you don't have the Wi-Fi, you won't be connected, that's a problem. It's actually a disaster. It's a disaster when, you know, during an emergency, things go down and you don't have an opportunity to have Wi-Fi. Who, who wants to be in that world? Except there are. Pew Research is showing that there are still people, as of 2019, in that internetless, offline world, as they call it. 14% are Hispanics, 15% are African Americans. A lot of it is not by choice either. And then I think of here in New York, a great company called Link NYC. And Link exists to serve the millions that do not have Wi-Fi abilities. Link exists not to just charge your Wi-Fi, uh, charge your phone on the street, although it's helpful. Link exists for a bigger purpose than that. Unfortunately, it's been getting bad rap as like this porn destination where people could just sit there and watch porn. Look, it, it serves a bigger purpose than that, and, and that's just bad publicity. Link NYC is helping provide this Wi-Fi gap, uh, fill this Wi-Fi gap. They are in the community. They say uh, CityBridge is a company, a group of companies comprising experts in technology, using using your experience, connectivity, and advertising, and they're partnered with New York City. And they're funded not through the public, but through its own advertising, sponsorships, and partnerships, ensuring that this Wi-Fi comes to no cost to users or taxpayers and is well-maintained. Link NYC fills the gap by making the fastest available Wi-Fi accessibility for free on streets across the city. Link NYC's advertising platform generates millions of dollars for New York. So it's a, it's a win-win for the city and its residents. <coughs> if you click on their link of maps, 813 Link NYC's are active right now. Where are they, you ask? In the Bronx, they've got tons of locations. 
uh, across the city. And it not only serves just to charge your phone, you literally can get access in the area. So if, if there is a home or two or five, however you want to say it, that doesn't have access to the city, well, access to Wi-Fi, Link NYC in those areas carries enough to where homes can get it through Link NYC. I think that's brilliant. I think that's necessary. I think that's needed. I feel like it's a first of its kind, but maybe it's not. But imagine not having a SIM card and then imagine not having Wi-Fi on top of it. It's devastating in this time. Because it goes beyond just checking social media. It goes about, hey, you really need to talk to someone and you can't because you don't have Wi-Fi. What's going to happen? The smartphone debate's another debate we'll talk about. Can people, uh, should people be able to get the iPhone, uh, you know, as they charge thousands of dollars? Should that be lessened? Let's start with Wi-Fi. Let's start with linking people up together. Let's start with linking the city together. We're going to have Wi-Fi in the house, so I'm able to text even without my SIM card. Proof uh, that I'm actually doing this without a SIM And I'm going to get it fixed, but I'm doing this for a reason today. The reason is that we have to adapt the city further to more and more people to have Wi-Fi. It can't just be... Um, it, it just cannot be that when we lose SIM, we lose our whole livelihood, our whole group, our whole connectivity. And I just hope people can start to pay attention more to these gaps. I, I don't like the way the media spins it as, oh, we got to just get all the rich people to take away their things and bring it to the less fortunate. No. We've got to bring the gap, the bridge the gap. I can't even get a phone call now because the SIM card is not working. So there's that too. If, if, if the phone doesn't even work without the SIM, at least there's texting, right? But that's got to be fixed too. That's got to be fixed too. So check out Link NYC. Check out Waze. Check out Pew Research. Get informed. We don't have to take away from the 1% to provide for the lower for those that can't even get on Wi-Fi. We can do it differently. We can do it through partnerships. We can do it through capitalism in the community. That's how we do it. We take everything for granted. We take 5G for granted. We take LTE for granted. We take all these different techno gizmos, techno advances for granted. Do we not? While there are still thousands that are craving the internet. I don't think it's because they, they don't 
they, they just don't know how to use the internet, Joe Biden. I think it's that they don't have the access to do it. So let's stop putting them down as they're unable to do it because they don't – no, they're able to do it. They just don't have the resources and we can provide them by continuing to invest in places like in Link NYC, by continuing to promote Verizon in the community, giving broadband access. That's how we do it. We don't do it through pandering. and We don't do it through politics. We don't do it through actually demeaning the – the inner cities. We lift them up by giving them that access through bridging the gaps like Link NYC is doing. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, left-wing media, mainstream media. That's how we do it. We do it by talking about the entities, not the problem. Talk about the entities solving the problem, not narratives that will bridge the gap even wider, Joe Biden, you know, out there. That's how we do it. I'm tired of the rhetoric. I'm tired of just all the pandering, all the talking. I just would like to see solutions. I just would like to see that if a SIM card doesn't work, thank God there's a Wi-Fi for a community that needs it. Thanks to Link NYC, thanks to Verizon, thanks to others. Let's adapt this country, not bridge the divide, not, not uh, widen the divide even more. Adapting is bridging. And adapting Wi-Fi to more neighborhoods is what we need. Because I'm thankful to have this Wi-Fi as a backup to podcast to you today. I'm grateful for it. And I'm going to use that gratitude to move things forward. <clears throat> I don't think apologizing for it either works. I think people get offended when you apologize for where you are. Because you're just doing that. What solution does that bring? It doesn't bring a solution at all when you apologize for it. No. You... Take what you have and advocate for better for others. That's how you do it. You don't apologize. You you are grateful for what you have. You pass it on. Pay it forward. Apologizing for where you are in life doesn't pay it forward. You know what it does? Cracking open a mic, doing a podcast, saying, hey, guess what? I'm, I'm, I'm in this certain situation right now. Let's get you in that situation too. Find ways to do it. Let's not shut out ways or just not even talk about it. Let's evaluate it. Because anybody's phone could lose a SIM card. And maybe even lose Wi-Fi. For me, all I got to do is select Wi-Fi on or off. That's how easy it is. Yet there are thousands out there craving to have Wi-Fi. Are we going to let them starve for connectivity even more by just being pandered by narratives, by this, that? No, not in this podcast, not at Alex Garrett Podcasting. I'm going to tell you companies that, were, that are working for the people. And that's how we bridge the divide, bridge the gap, bring people together, literally link the city together.
a year ago, this disaster came upon us and we literally started to see everything shut down. And Wi-Fi and the internet and Zoom kept us together. But let's think about those that couldn't stay together. Either physically because loved ones were sent to the hospital and never seen again. That's horrible. Then you get the Wi-Fi aspect and say, wow. They literally couldn't stay together either because of that Wi-Fi starvation, that lacking of Wi-Fi. It's a big need that needs to be filled. It's a gap that needs to be bridged, not widened. And there are companies out there willing to do it and are doing it. And I support them. I support Link NYC's efforts. I support, and by the way, if you want to know more about them, go to hello, uh, email them at hello at link.nyc. That's hello at link.nyc. And if you have any press inquiries, press at link.nyc or do it, communications at do it, do I-T-T at nyc.gov. Let's bridge the gap together. Let's work together. Let's link together on this one person, one family, one community at a time. By the way, speaking of linking together, I want you to check out uh, my friend Eric Briones, E-R-B-A-N Creative. He's got a page from Ohio, by the way, to New York City. New York City will never die. New York City will never die at that on Instagram. They're showing that the city is coming back to life. I always said New York City's not dead. Remember Ford told New York to drop dead? Garrett says to New York City, we're not dead. And I think New York City will never die is tapping into that message. And so I want you to follow him. And then I ran into this cool artist um, actually endorsed by Uh, downtown NYC, Downtown Alliance, Jim underscore Chillington. Jim underscore Chillington. He's an artist. He painted a beautiful picture of downtown of the New York Stock Exchange area, which I happened to snap him painting. I said, this is interesting. Let me take a picture of this. Sure enough, he says, yeah, why not? Then we stay connected on Instagram. But people are here at Jim underscore Chillington. And at New York City will never die. Not with upbeat creatives working to save it and picture the days of the comeback and the creativity of the comeback here in New York. The adaptivity of the comeback. I love you, New York City. I love you, podcast world. And we're going to fix this. We're going to get it right. And we're going to link together one piece at a time. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you soon.